Faith, Hope and Love, episode 255, the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. The gospel values included in the readings this weekend are that we're deeply reassured that God walks with us to protect us and accompany us through all the highs and lows of life. We're in good and faithful hands. God's invitation is for everyone, but not all will accept it. We're encouraged to avoid apathy and distraction. In our Lord's time, wedding invitations went out well in advance and were accepted definitively well in advance. The final call, just before the event occurred, was a mere formality. It would be an unspeakable insult to decline when the final call arrived. They had already accepted and had made their firm commitment. And the person inviting them to the wedding had made preparations for the numbers they expected. These people miss out. And so the master sends out messengers to the highways and byways. That is, to everyone, respectable or not, in any position. All are invited. From now on, the invitation is being made not to a select or exclusive minority of privileged people, but in the wider public forum, to all people. Anyone who responds is welcome. There's no special preference anymore. Sinners, outcasts, Gentiles and Jews, all are invited. All of us are truly blessed to be invited by God to be children of God. But we might have tickets on ourselves if we think we can presume that we deserve a permanent place without responding to God properly. It's a reminder that in this modern day and age, one hears quite a lot Stories of people who have been invited by others to a party or a function and have accepted, but then just don't turn up, or cancel at the very last minute, or others who don't reply but turn up, causing enormous confusion and distress to their hosts. The old-fashioned courtesies still apply. This parable reminds us the invitation is for all, but the invitation can be refused. The kingdom is open to everyone, but guaranteed to no one. We don't earn the kingdom, but we sadly can decline it, which would be madness, of course. One final thought. The waifs and strays enter the banquet, but then one gets kicked out for not wearing a wedding garment. That seems unfair at first glance. However, on closer inspection, the invitation to the wedding banquet is for everyone, but acceptance means a change of standards and a change of values, symbolised by being clothed in the wedding garment that resembles and represents the baptismal garment of goodness and Christ-like living. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now those ways though somehow a part of me can say for faith hope and love abide and the greatest one is love now we see unclearly as if we looked into a Love's warmth and 
The greatest gift in all creation A gift that's lighter than the words of you Not resentful, but gaining joy in truth For faith, hope, and love abide And the greatest one is love should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But with you is found forgiveness, O God of Israel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and peace and compassion to everyone. It's wonderful to be here together to celebrate God's love for us. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the
us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after, and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of his people. He will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. The Word of the Lord I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures, where he gives me repose. Near restful waters he leads me, to revive my drooping spirit. He guides me along the right path, he is true to his name. If I should walk in the valley of darkness, no evil would I fear. You are there with your crook and your staff, with these you give me comfort. You have prepared a banquet for me, in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil, my cup is overflowing. Surely goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. 
in any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well fed and of going hungry, of having plenty and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share my distress. My God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. May the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ enlighten the eyes of your heart, that we might see how great is the hope to which we are called. Alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. Once more Jesus spoke to the chief priests and the Pharisees in parables. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore into the main streets, and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot, and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord You know, throwing lavish parties has had to be put on hold over the past year mostly because of restrictions of numbers allowed at gatherings, but also because people 
have had other more important things on their minds. The customary wedding receptions and 21st birthdays have been replaced by virtual computer gatherings on Zoom or live streaming of events to people sitting comfortably in their homes. Who could have imagined how we would become familiar with those technologies, let alone holding events of celebrations using them? Such is the way of life when changes come upon us unexpectedly and how we've discovered new ways of dealing with unusual times. But let's try to remember the days when we had a milestone that needed to be celebrated. Firstly, we'd fix a date and a location. Then we'd draw up lists of guests to help us celebrate this significant event. Maybe we'd even get an invitation printed to highlight the importance of the gathering. We'd send out the invitations and await the responses full of expectation of a gathering of family and friends to share your joy. Now, usually there are three types of responses that people can make to such invitations. Some would accept your invitation with pleasure, giving you a sense of happiness, while others may have accepted out of obligation. Nevertheless, they thought enough of your invitation to honour you and let you know that they were grateful to be included. They may be there with a little hesitation, but at least they weren't forgotten. Now, others may have politely declined your invitation, often for very good reasons. Still, the non-acceptance may have left you feeling somewhat disappointed, even though they may have had a prior engagement on the date in question. Perhaps you might even assume that others may not have been interested enough. At least they acknowledge that they won't be attending, and so they sent the usual pleasantries by letting you know. Now, the last way of responding is the most disappointing of all. No reply at all. You wait and wait and nothing arrives. Some people even call up to check if the invitation arrived at all, giving people every opportunity to offer an explanation. When people refuse your invitation, you know where you stand with them. Even though it may have slipped their mind, they still haven't shown you appreciation at being invited in the first place. When there is no reply, you're left wondering, what's going on? Have you inadvertently done something to offend them? Or you realise they don't think enough of you to go to the courtesy of letting you know of their ability or otherwise? Now, you're starting to see where Jesus is going with today's parable. The image of the wedding banquet in our first reading from Isaiah describes the blessings God wishes to bestow, not only on Israel, but on all nations. While Matthew's account takes up Isaiah's promise being fulfilled in Jesus, through him all people are invited to the banquet feast in the kingdom. Well, you have received a similar invitation. And how did you respond? The invitation doesn't compel us to accept and it's not a command. You're not invited out of guilt or obligation. And nor are we expected to respond in the same way. There are no gimmicks or pressure, just an invitation freely given, but with the hope of a positive response. 
Now, some of us might be waiting to see if a better offer arises. Or we're not sure if we have the time or commitment to attend. We're busy people, after all, with lots of choices open to us. But why is this invitation so special? We might be unsure why we've been asked and are leaving our options open to see who else might be invited as well. And with these busy lives and we can't see where we can fit God in, God doesn't ever push his way in unless we are ready to respond. And what are we invited to? Why is God asking us to be part of the celebration? It's not an invitation simply to come to Mass or one of the other sacraments, although that may be a consequence of saying yes in the first place. It's not even a call to be baptised, but again this may follow. The invitation is to live a full and authentic personal life here on earth, a calling into an intimacy with God, which can only be experienced through a participation in a community of like-minded invitees. The invitation challenges us to abandon our isolationism, our exclusivism, our self-sufficiency, and to be willing to share and associate with others, and to collaborate with them, to be part of the party, if you will. And of course, in the final analysis, it's a call to eternal life. But are we ready? Are we prepared to attend and accept to ignore the invitation altogether is the worst form of refusal. Not simply because it insults the hosts, but it denies us any chance of knowing what we've missed out on. There is no specific RSVP date. But don't leave it too late, unless the doors of the celebration might be closed. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. In Jesus we have been given hope of eternal life, and so we pray. For all people, that we may gather at the wedding feast of the Lord, by living lives of faith and compassion. Lord, hear us. For all in need of reconciliation, that they may once more accept the invitation of Christ. Lord, hear us. For all who grieve, that through our care and sensitivity, God will remove their mourning veil and fill them with hope. Lord, hear us. 
for our faith community, that we may extend the invitation of Jesus to come to the banquet feast to all we meet in word and action. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health and those who care for them, for healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For those who long to enter the wedding feast of heaven, that they may receive salvation, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Ever-living God, we have accepted your invitation to follow Jesus. We ask you to hear these prayers, which we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, the prayers of your faithful with the sacrificial offerings, that through these acts of devotedness we may pass over to the glory of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right to give you thanks, truly just to give you glory, Father most holy. For you are the one God living and true, existing before all ages and abiding for all eternity, dwelling in unapproachable light. Yet you who alone are good, the source of life, have made all that is, so that you might fill your creatures with blessings and bring joy to many of them by the glory of your light. And so in your presence are countless hosts of angels who serve you day and night, and gazing upon the glory of your face, glorify you without ceasing. With them too we confess your name in exultation, giving voice to every creature under heaven as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We give you praise, Father most holy, for you are great and you have fashioned all your works in wisdom and in love. You formed man in your own image and entrusted the whole world to his care, so that in serving you alone, the Creator, he might have dominion over all creatures, and, when through disobedience he had lost your friendship, you did not abandon him to the domain of death. For you came in mercy to the aid of all, so that those who seek might find you. Time and again you offered them covenants, and through the prophets taught them to look forward to salvation. You so loved the world, Father Most Holy, that in the fullness of time you sent your only begotten Son to be our Saviour. Made incarnate by the Holy Spirit, 
and born of the Virgin Mary, he shared our human nature in all things but sin. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation, to prisoners freedom, and to the sorrowful of heart joy. To accomplish your plan he gave himself up to death, and rising from the dead he destroyed death and restored life. And that we might live no longer for ourselves but for him who died and rose again for us, he sent the Holy Spirit from you, Father, as the firstfruits for those who believe, so that bringing to perfection his work in the world, he might sanctify creation to the full. Therefore, O Lord, we pray, may this same Holy Spirit graciously sanctify these offerings, that they may become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, for the celebration of this great mystery, which he himself left us as an eternal covenant. For when the hour had come, for him to be glorified by you, Father Most Holy, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And while they were at supper, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, taking the chalice filled with the fruit of the vine, he gave thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we now celebrate the memorial of our redemption, we remember Christ's death and his descent to the realm of the dead. We proclaim his resurrection and his ascension to your right hand. And, as we await his coming in glory, we offer you his body and blood, the sacrifice acceptable to you, which brings salvation to the whole world. Look, O Lord, upon the sacrifice which you yourself have provided for your church, and grant in your loving kindness to all who partake of this one bread and one chalice, that, gathered into one body by the Holy Spirit, they may truly become a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your glory. Therefore, Lord, remember now all for whom we offer this sacrifice especially your servant, Francis, our Pope, Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and the whole order of bishops, all the clergy, those who take part in this offering, those gathered here before you, your entire people, and all who seek you with a sincere heart. 
Remember also those who have died in the peace of your Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. To all of us, your children, grant, O merciful Father, that we may enter into a heavenly inheritance with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, and with your apostles and saints in your kingdom. There, with the whole of creation, freed from the corruption of sin and death, may we glorify you through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The rich suffer want and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no blessing. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. 
I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We entreat your majesty most humbly, O Lord, that as you feed us with the nourishment that comes from the most holy body and blood of your Son, so you may make us sharers of his divine nature, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks everyone, and I'm very grateful for your joining us for this special time of prayer, reflection and worship of our God. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Go forth, the Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal 3rd Edition, Copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, Copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelt, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within, this day I will.